0: This is West Virginia Morning. I'm Teresa Wills. College football in West Virginia is usually associated with the West Virginia Mountaineers and Marshall Thundering Herd. But Shepherd University's football program will play in the Division II semifinals this weekend, and they have loyal fans.
1: Honestly, I've been to every single game. I haven't missed a game. Uh, I was in Connecticut when we started, and I'll be in Colorado on Saturday to cheer on the Rams.
0: That story and more coming up this West Virginia morning. A new manufacturing company is coming to Berkeley County. Eric Douglas has more.
2: Commercial metals company is planning to set up a new state-of-the-art micro mill in the eastern panhandle. The facility will manufacture reinforcing steel, also known as rebar, from scrap metal. Governor Jim Justice made the announcement in Charleston and said the company plans to invest $450 million in the facility, which will be fully operational in late 2025. Barbara Smith is the company's CEO.
0: At CMC, we like to say that we build the world every day. The concrete reinforcing steel or rebar that this mill will produce is used to reinforce and strengthen everything in your daily life. The people of West Virginia will make the steel that builds America.
2: The plan is expected to employ about 230 workers, making $76,000 a year. For West Virginia Public Broadcasting, I'm Eric Douglas in Charleston.
0: Senator Shelley Moore Capito says she has not given up on trying to get expedited permitting for the Mountain Valley Pipeline. Curtis Tate has more.
2: Speaking with West Virginia reporters Thursday... Capito says the effort to get some sort of permitting overhaul through the Senate has stalled. The latest push by Senator Joe Manchin to have the provision attached to a defense spending bill also came up short. We've tried. Uh, Senator Manchin and I have tried. He's tried on his own. I've tried on my own to put this into all kinds of different bills uh, with no success. Both senators want to give a green light to the 300-mile Mountain Valley pipeline, which would transport natural gas from West Virginia to Virginia. Environmental groups have been successful at blocking the pipeline's completion in the courts. Federal regulators recently gave the pipeline's builders another four years to finish it. For West Virginia Public Broadcasting, I'm Curtis Tate in Charleston.
0: State law enforcement has updated the number of schools targeted during Wednesday's statewide false reporting incident. Chris Schultz has more.
3: The West Virginia Department of Homeland Security was monitoring at least a dozen false reports of active shooters at schools across the state Wednesday. Thursday morning, that number was updated to 19 false reports across 17 counties, but officials reiterated that all calls received have been deemed not credible. These types of false reports, commonly referred to as swatting, are an attempt to bring a large, armed law enforcement presence to a certain location. Swatting ties up emergency services and can be deadly. Homeland Security officials said each threat received is being investigated and response and investigation is being coordinated with local and federal authorities. For West Virginia Public Broadcasting, I'm Chris Schultz in Charleston.
0: Nearly $3.5 million is coming to strengthen health care services in West Virginia. Emily Rice has more.
4: In a joint press release, United States Senators Joe Manchin, Democrat, and Shelley Moore Capito, Republican, announced $3.4 million in funding from the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services to strengthen health care services in West Virginia. The money will be divided among the Monongalia Valley Association of Health Centers, the Tug River Health Association, and the West Virginia Department of Health and Human Resources. It will be used to ensure quality, affordable health services throughout the state by strengthening job training and technical assistance projects. The funds will also be used to help provide maternal and child health services, including parental education, pregnancy support, and home visit resources. For Appalachia Health News, I'm Emily Rice in Charleston.
0: Appalachia Health News is a project of West Virginia Public Broadcasting with support from Charleston Area Medical Center and Marshall Health. Rates for Mon Power customers will go up in January, but the company has agreed to take only half as much as it asked for. Curtis Tate reports.
2: Monpower had asked the West Virginia Public Service Commission in August to approve $184 million in cost recovery from its ratepayers. In a settlement agreement reached this week, Monpower will take half the requested increase, about $92 million, and defer the rest to next year. The impact on average residential users will be $5.50 a month, rather than $11. The company also agreed to evaluate the option of purchasing the Pleasance Power Station in Pleasance County, but made no commitment. The state's consumer advocate had recommended the PSC direct Power to purchase the 1,300-megawatt plant, which is scheduled to shut down next year unless a buyer steps forward. Consumer and environmental groups pushed back on that recommendation. For West Virginia Public Broadcasting, I'm Curtis Tate in Charleston.
0: College football in West Virginia is usually associated with the West Virginia Mountaineers and Marshall Thundering Herd. But as Shepard Snyder reports, Shepard University's football program will play in the Division II semifinals with hopes for a national championship berth.
3: The trip to the semifinals is the second for the Rams in as many years. The school is tucked away in a small town in the Eastern Panhandle, but like other small towns across the country, The success of their school's sports teams is something many of the locals rally around.
1: Honestly, I've been to every single game. I haven't missed a game. Uh, I was in Connecticut when we started, and I'll be in Colorado on Saturday to cheer on the Rams.
3: That was Amelia Jenkins, Shepherd University student and the school's creator and leader of their student section, the Rowdy Rams. Fans like her were outside the school's student center Thursday afternoon to see the team off in hopes for a road win against the Colorado School of Mines. The team is led by quarterback Tyson Bagent, who was last season's recipient of the Harlan Hill Trophy, Division II football's answer to the Heisman, which names the best player in the country. This season, he broke the record for most career touchdown passes in college football history, regardless of division. It's good to know that, you know, all the work's not going unnoticed. Also, you know, I think it's important for, you know, the younger people in my family to see what's possible and kind of give them inspiration and motivation to do their thing. After his Harlan Hill campaign, Bajan's had offers to transfer to Division I schools like West Virginia University and the University of Maryland, but ultimately decided to stay at home. Despite playing at a smaller school, he's gotten attention from scouts as a potential NFL draft pick. I'm from this area. I've always lived in this area. So, I mean, it's all I know. And so for me to be an inspiration and kind of a motivating factor to the people uh, in this area means everything to me. The team's success is in part because of its coaching staff, led by head coach Ernie McCook. He was a coordinator with the program for years before he took over from longtime coach Monty Cater in 2018. Cater had more wins than any other active coach across college football before his retirement. McCook has continued the team's level of success, but credits it to the school's commitment to athletics. I, I think athletics is the front porch of every university, and our success on athletic play and playing field Helps open up our university to a lot of different people. The Rams have kept competitive by recruiting from local high school football powerhouses like Martinsburg High School, where Bajent was originally spotted. 75% of our alumni will live within 100 miles of the university, so we're able to have a lot of alumni support and help us and support us in recruiting. This year's postseason saw Shepherd University beat the University of New Haven, as well as conference foes Slippery Rock and Indiana University of Pennsylvania. IUP handed the Rams a rare loss earlier in the season during the Pennsylvania State Athletic Conference Championship game. Last season, the Rams beat the University of Finley, Notre Dame College in Ohio, and Kutztown University on their way to the semifinals before falling to eventual champions Ferris State University. The semifinal game is scheduled for 3.30 p.m. this Saturday and will be broadcast on streaming service ESPN+. For West Virginia Public Broadcasting, I'm Shepard Snyder in Martinsburg.
0: This is West Virginia Morning. I'm Teresa Wills. It's 752. Becoming mostly sunny in the north, cloudier in the south today where there's chance of rain, highs in the 40s and 50s, chance of rain tonight with lows in the 30s and 40s, Mostly cloudy on Saturday with a chance of rain highs in the 40s and 50s. Tomorrow night, a chance of rain or snow with lows in the 30s and 40s. And cloudy Sunday with a chance of rain highs in the 40s and 50s. Support for the weather forecast is provided by the attorneys at Torres Sava Law. Representing firefighters, police officers, and West Virginia families. Information at TorresSavaLaw.com. This week's broadcast, a mountain stage features the powerful soul rock of the, of the war and treaty. 2022 Americana Music Association's duo group of the year. Michael and Tanya bring along their elite band and songs from their new EP Blank Page. Our song of the week is the Warren Treaty's Lover's Game, a soulful rocker with a retro style that brings mind to glory days of Ike and Tina Turner.
1: Stuck in the middle of a hot town trying to find out who your chicken, strong, everybody. Looking for your to be mine It's a shame.
0: That was the war entreaties, lovers game on the mountain stage. To hear the full performance and more, tune in Saturdays at 6 and Sundays at noon right here on West Virginia Public Broadcasting. Mm-hmm. West Virginia Morning is a production of West Virginia Public Broadcasting, which is solely responsible for its content. You can keep up with the latest West Virginia news throughout the day on our website, wvpublic.org. Support for our news bureaus comes from West Virginia University, Concord University, and Shepherd University. Appalachia Health News is a project of West Virginia Public Broadcasting with support from Charleston Area Medical Center and Marshall Health. West Virginia Morning is produced with help from Amelia Nicely, Bill Lynch, Caroline McGregor, Curtis Tate, Chris Schultz, Emily Rice, Eric Douglas, Liz McCormick, Randy Yowie, and Shepard Snyder. Eric Douglas is our news director, and he produced today's show. I'm your host, Teresa Wills. This is West Virginia Morning.